Hey friends, just checking in real quick to give you a heads up that in the spirit of our messy family life theme for this episode, um, we had some yeah internet issues and had to record using our cell phones and not the best cell service. And so it's just not quite as clear at certain points in this episode. Um, but you know what, with being two moms and having 13, almost 14 kids between us, you know, we just had to seize the moment anyway. So, um, I hope you still enjoy it. I think the episode content is great and the audio isn't too bad. I just, you know, I'm embracing imperfection. And so I just felt like I had to give you a disclaimer before starting today's episode, but I hope you enjoy. I think it's going to really bless you in your life and in your marriage. So enjoy today's show. Hello and welcome to the Heal, Equip, and Release podcast. I'm your host, Karen Cruz. Through my work as a licensed counselor, I have developed a passion and hunger to see more women set free as they are healed, equipped, and released into their God-given identity and purpose. Scripture tells us that God has made each one of us with a specific plan and purpose in mind, and His plan for our lives is meant to lead us to a future of hope, blessing, and unshakable peace. However, Today, many of us find that we are far from experiencing this promise in our daily lives. The truth is that we are in a war, and the battle plan of our enemy is to wound us in such a way that we miss out on the fullness of God's vision for our lives. In this podcast, I will help you explore and experience the love, truth, beauty, and goodness of God that has the power to heal your heart, renew your mind, reignite your spirit, and set you free to joyfully fulfill the unique mission God has placed on your life. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. I am excited to be here with you, Katie. I'm excited. And uh, sort of, we hadn't, we weren't totally sure what this episode was going to be about. (laughs) That's right. Or that we get to record it. Right, or that we could record it. You know, this the quality might not be what you, you know we're used to because we're just working with internet outages and fun things like that. But I just got back from a couple's getaway slash retreat um, with my husband to Cozumel, um, sponsored by the Messy Family Project, which also is oh, a Messy so Family exciting. Podcast. Yeah, and I love their podcast. Yeah, they're so good. It's so real. And I was like, this, I just want to share some of the takeaways with you guys. Um, You know, it's that, I mean, it's kind of, forgive me for saying this, but it's like the made up holiday, you know, I was coming up here, (laughs) Valentine's Day. (laughs) I mean, St. Valentine, pray for us and all that. But uh, it's like, you know, we're all thinking about relationships, maybe, or we're going to be told to start thinking about them or already are in the grocery stores. Um, But, but it is a good time to do that. And I think this February is like Catholic marriage month or something. I believe there's oh, some sort of world Catholic I did day of not marriage. Know that. Yeah, I think it's like February, like the third week of February. I should know the date, but I don't know. Um okay. you can look it up if you want. But no, I'm I, about yeah. 95% sure that I'm right. Um and so so I'm like this works. This is good and it's real. And so I haven't even talked to Katie about this yet guys. So I'm just gonna like genuinely share with her in this podcast what That's right. What was just really it was just so powerful. And the first thing I want to say is making, like, if I could, like, this is going to sort of end up being, like, bullet points of, to say advice, <laughs> but, but I just feel like tips. Well, maybe, maybe, take, maybe take I was going to say takeaways. Well, yeah, takeaways take away. that, you, Thank you. that you got from this weekend, or this yes. past weekend, that could benefit 
all of us that are yes. walking that married life. Yes. Take it or leave it tips and, and takeaways. Here we go. So awesome. the first thing is I, I feel like my husband and I have gotten to this place. We've been married. It'll be 15 years. Um, That's amazing. Oh, our anniversary is in August too. That's exciting. Yep. Yeah. yeah we, we're just finding out details about each other still. That's pretty great. Um, yep. But 15 years is great. And I just feel like this, you know, this decision to go to Mexico, guys, like, I mean, this, this isn't something we would normally do. It isn't like we're swimming in uh, disposable <laughs> income or anything. Right. But right. it was just this call, I feel like, from the Holy Spirit to invest in our marriage. And, like, to know that the Lord wants to bless us with joy and sometimes like a little extravagance you know it's just like mm-hmm. we have an extra our god is an extravagant love for us and i'm not saying it has to be trips but this trip is actually really affordable and um anyway it's just one of those things where if like we had a financial planner he probably would have said don't do it but i don't regret it for a minute <laughs> I, we didn't go into debt just to be clear i wouldn't advise for that to do it but we paid for it with cash and all that good stuff but the point of this is going on and on is like don't be afraid to invest in your marriage don't be afraid to say, you know, just like you would invest in um, other like things for like, your kid's health and you don't really think about about like uh, the ways that you need to invest to grow in other parts of your life, like your right. education. And it's just sort of we, we, we recognize that that's necessary, but the time and money that we need to invest and sometimes money, but definitely time too, in our, our marriage is something we sometimes put on the back burner and it was just so powerful to just get away. It was, the retreat was just um, two full days. It was just a Friday and Saturday were like the main days. There was like fun. We got there on Thursday and like people could leave on Sunday. That was when it was officially kind of over. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was just this opportunity to come together with other couples who are like-minded, who all are just seeking, seeking to live the marriage that God is calling them to live and to grow and to the big word, like takeaway word of the weekend. And I feel like this is my takeaway word for life in general now, but like it's intentional being intentional Mm -hmm. within your marriage. And, and I just think this is so huge. So even just going on, on the trip was being intentional, like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to be away and focus on each other for these few days. Which is no small, that is no small feat with six children and pregnant with number seven. Right. Exactly. Right. I didn't worry. I mean, you know, I wasn't going to give into worries and, and God also opened doors. It's the other thing. We weren't like forcing it. And I feel like that's a huge piece of discernment and stuff like this, but God opened doors and we just went and the, so the being intentional going on this trip was huge. And, and the things they share, this is where I want to get down with you guys and give you some resources because first of all, if you've never heard of the messy family podcast or the messy family project, amazing. I, yeah, I really strongly encourage you to check it out. Um, I'm hoping to get them on our podcast as guests sometime this year. Um, it would be really fun, but in the meantime, I'm just going to share with you some of the things they shared with us and, and resources. So the, the first thing is, um, this idea of having a family board meeting, Mm-hmm. which, you know, like, what does that even mean? It's the idea that like, as a husband and wife, you are the, you know, like on the board, the executive board of your family right. and CEO and CFO, exactly, or COO. Right? Yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. President CEO. Um, like when you look at a business or a, a 
a corporation, like they don't just let things happen. If they, if they have a vision for their business, well, you need to have a vision for your family. So you don't live in default mode to your marriage and your parenting and your finances and all these things. And that God has entrusted to your family that we want to really be intentional. And the, the image of a board meeting while it doesn't sound super romantic, it is very um, practically helpful. And so they actually have resources on their website. I can put all links to all this in the show notes. But this idea of creating a vision, making a plan, um, sitting down together. And, and they gave us time. And like obviously there's like a little workbook and all this kind of stuff to sit down and do this and to make this become a part of our family culture, you know, that we would sit down and say, what does our family value and and do our choices or actions, uh, where we put our time and our money reflect what we value? Or are we just sort of letting life come at us and reacting like every day or every week or every Mm -hmm. month? And, and so that's just really powerful. And to be able to do that, really to do that well, takes a chunk of time to pull away, to kind of disconnect from the stress and, and the chaos that life can sometimes bring, which mm-hmm. leads us to live in like reactive mode. Default mode, right? Uh, yeah, the default mode. And so to pull, to pull away as you have this family board meeting is something they recommend. So they'll say, go away for a weekend. Obviously you don't have to go to another country or anything like that, but even a little staycation, um, and, and it's powerful. And I was just thinking, what would I say to someone? Maybe well, get your best girlfriend. They'd be like, hey, like, I'll do this for you if you're looking for child care. For well, that's what weekend. I was going to say. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I was going to ask practically. You know, I'm all about practical. Mm-hmm. Practically, mm-hmm. do they recommend doing it? Because I actually, it's funny. I love their podcast. I've been listening to it recently um, when I walked. And because um, I think life is beautiful and messy all at the same time. And I think they do a phenomenal job of like embracing the natural human messiness of beautiful family life. And I love it. So I had printed out their family board meeting stuff that I could have access to from their website. And it's funny that you brought this up. We, again, Karen and I have not talked about this. We have not talked in the last week because she's been gone and I've been doing life here. And do they recommend doing it with kids? Because that was something I wasn't clear about. Do you sit down as, as a family or is it mom and dad? You know, I look at it as like CEO and COO chief executive, chief operating. That's how, mm-hmm. you know, do you two go together? Mm-hmm. You yeah. create this vision and these intentional, um, you know, ways you want to live and then present it to the family? Or do you sit yeah. down as a family and do that? No, we, I basically how, how we did it and what they suggested, if I'm, if I remember correctly, is that you definitely the getaway is just the parents or whether it's a, even if it's just like a day together, like a whole day where you do fun, you have fun things happening, but you also have sort of the guidelines they give you to decide just like the business isn't sitting down with all of the people getting all their input. That would just be insanity. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) you have to make a decision as a couple, but there are areas where you do want input. And so like, we actually did that. We like, we got back, we decided we wanted to really solidify some more things we met. And then the following night we sat out with the kids and shared with them what, you know, we had just like, you know, gained from their tree and, you know, opened it up to them and any, anything they wanted to add. I think at this point they're, you know, they're kind of younger, you know, I feel like as they get older, they might have more to say, but it was really, they were really open and it was really good. And I think it's just a great example of living intentionally. Cause I just, I, I think in our busy, crazy world, very, we waste a lot of time being 
uh, unintentional, like scrolling yeah. our phones and, and just like living from, and, and one of the things I asked you, like, are you living for pleasure or are you living for purpose? And to be well, really honest about that. Yeah. Well, as you say, not only that, I just think about not, that's one thing, but I also think about just the swirl of everyday life, having lots of children. Mm. It's just busy. And if you don't take the time to be intentional, I think you can get, just get lost in this swirl, and, you know, unintentionally get lost in the swirl of life. Oh, yeah, definitely. And to be able to pull out of the swirl, like <laughs> just to yeah. pull sometimes to give yourself permission to say, okay, we got to pull from this and see sometimes where we can create some more order. Like that can happen. I love cer- it. Yep. There's a certain amount that you can't control when you have, for those of us, those listening who are like <laughs> us and have a whole bunch of kids that are, still relatively young or very young or the whole gamut here, but, um, but to, to really connect as a couple and and evaluate where you are is so huge. Um, so they, so that's sort of the first part is just sort of zooming out, really taking an uh, inventory of your family life, your marriage, and trying to see where you are now and where you'd like to be. Mm -hmm. Um, they talked about, I mean, the other practical thing that I loved because of what I do counselor is they, they went into a bit of depth about, um, the temperaments. So if you guys haven't read the book, uh, the temperament God gave you or the temperament God gave your child, the temperament God gave your spouse by Dr. Art, I think it's Dr. Art, Art Bennett. I think he's a doctor. Art and Lorraine, I think are their names. Um, but it's really powerful to be able to look through the lens of your strengths, weaknesses within those temperaments, and just begin to understand yourself and your spouse better. And where what quite often happens, you're really complimentary. Um, you're mm-hmm. like in some ways and you can celebrate and maybe recognize that, but then also see where your differences that often are what will drive you crazy in your marriage are actually <laughs> powerful places for growth and for um, yeah, just helping each other become more of who God made, made you to be. And to, mm-hmm. instead of kind of being this, this focus of like, um, yeah, just like being annoyed about the difference or the conflict that might come because you do, you tend to want to do things differently if you're opposite temperaments to begin right. to, to be again, intentional, intentional about saying, okay, no, this is actually a strength. And I honor that in you, even though it might <laughs> drive me a little crazy. I actually need that because I don't do this naturally and the same thing, you know? So with like, I'm, I'm more sanguine and my husband is more melancholic, which are opposite. So, you know, where he's maybe looking and noticing all the things that are wrong or missing and just, you know, I'm kind of seeing what's right and what's going well. And so where we can come together in that we're both phlegmatic, which means we're both tending towards being kind of laid back. So we both need to work on things like being intentional because the phlegmatic tends to kind of be like, you know, go with the flow for the personality, which actually can work well with a large family, except things can just, the important things can fly away unintentionally if you're not, um, or go under the radar or whatever. So, so I would say the temperaments are huge, being intentional, having a family board meeting were really, um, really powerful for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Gosh, there's so much I want to say. I've got my little workbook here as I'm going through it. The love languages. That one isn't my favorite as much because I find it changes I was just, It was just my thought is that I read that when we first got married. And I think my primary, I think my primary love language when we first got married 14 years ago was touch. After seven children, my love language has changed. <laughs> so oh, For sure. I, yeah. Yeah. 
I think it changes. Absolutely. For sure. Whereas I don't necessarily think temperament changes like that. Um, no, I mean, it can like shift a little and as you grow and they say that in the book that like Mary and Jesus were perfectly balanced in all the four temperaments and sort of mm-hmm. as we're growing and becoming, we tend to, uh, maybe some things obviously are going to come more naturally than others, but through self-discipline and different things, um, and grace and all of that, we can be more balanced in all the strengths and those kinds of things. Uh, they had all the strengths and none of the weaknesses, I guess, is what how the book goes. Um, that, you know, the, that kind of can shift as you grow. But with the love languages, I find it really just depends on what you're kind of wanting more of, depending on what's going on that season. Your season of life, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's still helpful in each season to kind of evaluate that. And and for me, I think one of the biggest things about this is it's, it's making yourself sit down and have conversations that can often feel, I mean, it's very vulnerable to talk about this kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. so that's why it's nice to have a resource, like a workbook that somebody else made that you can print out, which something. like a messy family will give you. They actually are something also doing a family you. board meeting course coming up. I think it's in April. I if you heard wanna, about that. Yeah. Yep. If, if you want to do that and ha- it's, I'm a big fan of having accountability to help you show up because it's really hard to do that otherwise for a lot of people, unless you're both really choleric and then maybe you'll be fine without it. Right. <laughs> but I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty choleric. <laughs> you are, you definitely are. This is why she's so good for me. Everyone. It's like, Katie, help me grow. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I could be, I should be more phlegmatic. Uh, is that what the word? It would be yeah. probably helpful if I was more, I don't think my husband or I are the phlegmatic temperament, but that's okay. Makes you for get interesting things dynamic. done though. You get things done. <laughs> we do. We do, but we could use a little bit more laid backness in our home. <laughs> but yeah, it's like just becoming aware of this is so huge, you know. And and sometimes our kids are the ones who remind us of these things. They might be the ones who have the the phlegmatic or the opposite temperament, and where we maybe tend to allow that to drive us crazy, and we want to bring them yeah. over to our side. We're like, wait, no, I'm going to celebrate this, and actually, you're good for me. You're reminding me to slow down. My son James is very phlegmatic, and. Uh, I'm, and that's not my primary, it's my secondary. So like sometimes it drives me nuts, but he's just like, so like happy, go lucky, peaceful, you know, nothing ruffles his feathers. And, um, Mm -hmm. you sometimes have to call his name 10 times before he hears you because he's just kind of in his own (laughs) world, but we can celebrate that. So, (laughs) so yeah, the temperaments, these things. So, and, and the biggest thing I would say is like so many things we do, like we'll read the book. Or we'll maybe go to a seminar, but like, how often do we really sit down and say, okay, how do I want to apply this to my life? Like long, right. like, like concretely making a plan and, and checking in every month on how that plan is going, just like a board, like a board, a business knows it won't function if they don't do that. And so for some of us, probably the, you know, depending on the temperament, this can be more and more challenging, but to say, you know, this, so this day of the month, like the first, let's say the first Friday of the month, we get a bottle of wine and whatever, mm-hmm. a pizza, really simple, like at home, like, and as long as it's something too heavy, it, it can be kind of light and fun. Like you're dreaming together, you're planning together. There right. might be other seasons or times where there's, there's difficult things you talk about. And what I've found is our difficult things that obviously every marriage needs to talk about. And that depending again, some people maybe tend to sweep things under the rug while others tend to just jump and like, <laughs> you know, sort of just like <laughs> yell and just, I got to get this out right now. And we need to talk about this. 
and there can be like more conflict and fighting. But if you sort of have like in a board sort of this plan to say, okay, this is going to be the time where we sort of politely, peacefully, to the best of our ability, bring up the things we'd like to see change, Mm -hmm. our grievances, so to speak, but in a way that honors the other. There's sort of a preparation for that because I find that – you know, in in my marriage, it never worked for me just out of the blue. Be like, hey, we need to talk. Because <laughs> then it's right. like, like the husband's defense or, or vice versa if the husband says it to the wife. But I find that it's usually the wife. Um, like, right. oh, no, she's going to yell at me. She's going to tell me everything I'm doing wrong. So, like, immediately it's very difficult, I think, to come into that conversation with a really open heart but if you just know they go hey this is there's going to be a time to talk there's going to be time for you to talk to me and prepare for things you want me to hear and how right. i can grow and i'm going to do the same thing and we're agreeing to be open to practice being like hearing the other um and office and, and affirmations as the other thing so this balance between looking at where we need to grow but also being really intentional to look for what we're grateful for and to right. tell the other person what you're grateful for. And sometimes those, if you do like the, the temperament quiz, which again, I can, I can find that quiz and send you a link to it to do that with your spouse. You can also begin to recognize the gifts that maybe you were overlooking like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. They are really good at that. Wow. That is something they, they bring to our relationship that I don't appreciate enough. And to begin to really acknowledge that and build each other up in ways that you sort of miss just through, just the mm-hmm. busyness of life. So, um, gosh, there's just so much. So anyway, I'm, I'm going to, what do you think, Katie? What is there anything that from what I said that's like sticks out to you the most? Oh, well, all of it does. I think, um, I think it's timely. My husband and I just had a mini board meeting last night. No. Um, we, I think it, it's, it's just funny how the timing works. I feel like I was just talking to a friend about this. I feel like the season of life is kind of changing. I mean, like uh, you will have been married 15 years. Uh, Jeff and I will celebrate our 14th anniversary this August. And, um, you know, we don't have just little kids anymore. We have a big family. We run a business together. Um, one of the things that has struck both he and I, we had a really intense last, like last year was really intense. We had a kid with chronic illness that had to be hospitalized. We had like changes in our business. We moved. And one of the things that we realized was that we were no longer being intentional. And that was something that over the last few months, he and I have discussed like really committing to. And so I had been on the, the Holy Spirit had led me and him to that place and um, trying to find a way to, I call it calm the chaos. I say that all the time, but like calm the chaos calm the chaos at home, whether that be putting order in place, but also investing back into each other because Mm -hmm. just unintentionally in the swirl of everyday life, our marriage was just second. It was just second and not good, right, wrong, and different. That's just what had happened in just the intensity of the last couple of years. And like, there were little things he and I have already tried to start to do, like being intentional about getting up in the morning, praying together before our day starts, having a cup of coffee, if we can beat the kids before they get up. But I had been on the lookout for tangible tools. And I had also heard about the family board meeting and I'm thrilled that you were so impressed with it because I definitely, um, I have it actually printed out again. Aaron and I did not talk about this before we recorded this. I had that for us to look at this weekend to be intentional. I love the idea of investing in our marriage because that's the foundation of our family. And I think we can get so caught up in the 
swirl of life that we forget to build up our marriage so that we have a firm foundation for our children. Um, and so I, I love that. I love the idea of being intentional and I am all about a vision. If you ask my husband or some of my closest friends, if they've heard me say it once, they've heard me say it 15,000 times, I have a vision. And I think that you can just forget what that vision looks like. And maybe you've never taken the time to have, like to figure out what that vision is. But I think when you have that concretely, and it can shift and change, but when you have that and you make decisions big or small, you have something to go back to your family culture, what you want your family to reflect and focus on and grow in, you have something to, I guess, um, you're not just saying yes to everything, saying no to everything. You can go back and say, does this decision actually fit within our family culture? Is it going to mm-hmm. build up our family or is it not going to build up our family? Is it life-giving? Is it not life-giving to the members of our family? Mm-hmm. I think that is phenomenal. I think it's worth the time and energy to, you know, to swap that babysitting care with a friend to take a day or four or five hours to go sit with your spouse to start having those conversations. And yes, I think it's beautiful. I mean, sometimes one of the things we've also seen, you talked about scheduling that board meeting once a month or a couple, like once every couple of weeks. Some people may feel like that's rigid, but I think that is a really practical way to invest in your family and invest in your marriage is to set aside that time, like you said, to take grievances, talk about, like, we do a a weekly budget meeting, my husband and I do, um, you know, to just, to, I don't, I think it's an opportunity to be intentional to, to have that time together. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And I just think if you don't plan it, like so many things, it's just, it doesn't happen. And especially the, yeah. the busier your life is, it has to go on the calendar. Same. The other thing they said was like, they recommend at least a monthly date night. And that's just fun. Like, like a date night yeah. that is really ideally not going to be all about business unless whatever you're planning, talking about your board meeting, you find really fun and exciting. Then I guess that's fine. Um, but a date night, like a daily check-in, um, mm-hmm. And they say a yearly, like, like getaway, like a yearly, like at least a night away, just the two of you, That's um, awesome. where you can really connect and, um, and maybe and it doesn't really, have to be, yeah, sure. it doesn't have to be far, right? Just no, be, no, no. The hotel and, and in town. <laughs> exactly. A hotel in town or just, I mean, I mean, and you know, just whatever you can do. But I think, no, I wouldn't, one thing that's helped me is just knowing that like, whenever I've sort of taken a, a bit of a, a step in, in a leap of like faith to do something like this, like, Oh, is this, you know, like to go away this week for this week or to, to do something with my spouse or with my family that, that is maybe costing some money, but is also just truly investing in relationships. The Lord blesses it. The same thing when I pulled back yeah. from something where that like work was like bringing in income and it felt like imprudent to like not take in that income. God takes care of it. He wants to bless these kinds of things. And right. it's an act of faith to, to trust like, you know, I'm going to, to make this happen is not selfish. It's no. not, um, God wants to to bless your marriage and bless your family and these kinds of things and to not be afraid of that. Well, and and maybe, you know, if you're feeling called to come up with your own vision or family board meeting and need that time away, and maybe you can't, there's been seasons of life where we would not have been able to afford a a getaway, you know, maybe there's a way, (laughs) maybe there's a way to, 
you know, very frugally find an opportunity to spend the day, just the two yes, of you. Absolutely. And to plan somewhere. for it. That can be something that you're like, okay, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go into budgeting and all that. But I think the, again, going yeah. back to being intentional, this is important. It's something you can be excited about. You can save for, you can, you know, goal for the year. Okay. It's the beginning of January. We want to be able to go away, let's say next January. And we want to be intentional about about planning for that. And we're going to, you know, just, I feel like it's something when you connect together, like you did about other things, maybe you looked forward to, you know, maybe your wedding, like it was so exciting planning for that and saving for that. And then life gets complicated. And sometimes we spend less time dreaming together and working on vision and the future in a positive way together. And it can be come just head like um, right. hard conversations about finances or about problems with parenting or just, and so to, to have something you're coming together on, that's, that is about growing your relationship and connecting in a, in a way that you both find exciting and is really powerful. So I encourage Great. you in that. So, so family board and then um, just a few other practical things um, that weren't necessarily from the retreat, but that it might be resources for you guys. Um, I think I've mentioned this other weeks, but just a, a one last kind of reminder. We had our first meeting um, with the Restore Catholic Marriage Resource, the meeting with my friend Patrick. We met last last night, first time, but we're keeping registration open until Sunday. Um, and we recorded the meeting, and it was kind of just the intro meeting anyway. The meat of the mm-hmm. course hasn't been touched. So if you're looking for some accountability and let's say just communication, just the skills of connecting as a couple is something that you feel like the Lord is really calling you in a a deeper way. Um, There's still time to register for that. So that that's still open. Our first meeting was really awesome. We got a lot of great feedback from that. So that's available. And then the, again, messy, this is like a big messy family. I didn't even tell them I was doing this. I'm going to have some email. (laughs) Um, The messy family project also has, something called Cana 90, which is mm-hmm. their like Lenten kind of prayer couples prayer program. Um, it's, 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 it was free at one point. It might cost like $5 or something to get the PDF. It's a it's really well done, but it lasts, um, it's Lent and through the Easter season, just awesome. really, uh, another focused way to grow together as a couple in prayer, but also practically to grow your, your family culture to mm-hmm. um, really re- grow in your reliance and intimacy with God as a couple and as a family. So mm-hmm. that's something actually that I'm planning on doing with a, a few friends from our church, like a few couples together, kind of like everyone doing these Exodus 90. And then there's like Mag- yeah. magnify, I think is the I word. did. I did magnify last year. Um, it was so beautiful. It was, it was so beautiful. I, I actually had thought about it. Again, I didn't know you were thinking about Canon 90, but I was thinking <laughs> you were thinking about doing it too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and the Canon 90 is also not so heavy on like cold showers and not eating. <laughs> it's a little gentle. Right. Right. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> magnify was pretty. In- I didn't do all of the um, forms of penance magnify recommended, but the, the focused prayer, the focused intentions were great. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like. 90 is very family friendly. We've had some different conversations about just some of the challenges of the other, of the other are so good. Yeah. It is important to give yes. yourself permission sometimes to edit things according to your, your season um, of life. Season of life. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, Kid and ID is perfect for marriages though. So um, check out all this stuff. I just, yeah, I, I'm just, I just was excited to share with you, Katie, because I, 
I mean, I'm so filled up. Like I just feel so hopeful about our marriage and it's just, it was, I, I can't recommend enough for people to, you know, whether it's print out this free family board meeting PDF and take it with you to dinner at a nice restaurant and connect with each other and work on vision. It just, it creates just the spirit of hope that like, yeah, we actually are on the same page. We want the same things. Like, you know, I was able to build up my husband and, and encourage him, at, you know, like getting, getting each other um, in a place where you're being filled with um, encouragement and hope in a way that, empowers you to say yeah like there I, we can do this we can make a plan together right we can realize our the vision that we had maybe let's say however many years ago we first got married sometimes you just like oh whatever like I'm just gonna yeah. let it go and no 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 like you can it's one step at a time um but together you really work work towards towards realizing that vision and the power of the Holy Spirit and That's these awesome. resources will help you so there you have perfect it. All right. Well, I'm so glad we got to talk and connect. And um, next week, we're going to start discussing Lent coming up right around the corner. Yes. Getting ready for Lent. That would be like really good that I actually am going to get ready. If this podcast is helping <laughs> You're me. You're going to be intentional. Because my phlegmatic self is like, oh, that Tuesday. I feel like I probably should have a plan. Okay, guys, true right. confessions. It's true. But Katie, I bet you you're you're gonna help me. You're gonna help us all. All the fanatics yeah. listening. We're, we're gonna have a plan this year. Woo! It's great. Sounds so, good. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Bye bye.